0: Georgie what a nice boat do you want it back um
1: yes please look like a nice boy
2: do you want a balloon too Georgie I'm
1: not supposed to take stuff from strangers oh well I'm Pennywise the
0: dancing
1: clown now we aren't strangers
0: are we I should get going now
1: Without you, boo? Here. Yeah. Take it. Well, Film Files, we're back, and I don't know if you've noticed, it's been a while since we recorded last, but we all made a pact 27 years ago that if they ever rebooted it, we would all meet here <laughs> and discuss it. And today we have, we're joined by Norm. Norm, what's up?
0: How's it going? Good to be back. Yeah, good, I'm great, yeah. <laughs> and
1: uh, we have a new guest today. Will you introduce yourself? Tell us where you work in the last really good movie you saw.
2: Hello, my name is Sarah. I am a cinematographer. Uh, was freelance for five years or so, um, but now I work at a company called Newsy as an in-house cinematographer for their originals department. Last movie that I saw that was really good Well, it has to be the one that we're talking about today. (laughs) Yes, I was hoping it was going to work out
1: that way. (laughs) Fantastic. So, you're listening to 90.7 WAZU, and today we're looking at it. This is Movie Show Theater.
2: Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy night. Your milkshake! I'm not bad. I'm just drawn that way.
0: Keep the change, you filthy animal. i sorry, you just tough-talking dead body? Get busy
1: living, or get busy dying. Keep living, man. L-I-V-I-N. That's goddamn right. Wait a minute. Wait a minute. You ain't heard nothing yet. So, I know that it didn't just come out, but I wanted to wait a while because... I didn't want to do a spoiler-free chat about it because I always, I feel like if you want a spoiler-free review of the movie, Rotten Tomatoes pretty much has you covered. Mm -hmm. And I think that there's a lot of false information about Rotten Tomatoes, too. I know that they have this algorithm. Nobody that watches the movie is like, yes, I give this movie 100%, (laughs) but it's like 100% of people that watch this movie say whether it's certified or not certified, um, but either way, that's where I go.
0: Yeah. I guess I kind of thought about that recently with Mother. Really bad reviews for Mother. I'm not sure if I'm going to see that in theaters, but...
1: I will. I'll pay. Yeah. I, I'm I an sure Aronofsky fan all the way. Yeah, yeah, me too. In fact, usually his movies do get pretty polarizing reviews, which only make me want to see them more. So, It versus It versus It <laughs> is today. Um, I have some trivia first. Uh, The English word clown was first recorded in 1560. The generic meaning was rustic boar peasant. So what year was the world introduced to the first circus clown?
2: Oh. Mm. Well, I have to ask, what country is that from? Because is it related to Jester from like the medieval times? When When was the medieval times?
1: So I want like to say the, like 1500s, I yeah. guess. So I don't know. Like, is
2: uh, it the same equivalence, clown versus jester? I don't know.
0: I'm going to say
1: 1647. <laughs> I'll second that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you know, okay.
1: Me too. It was, actually, <laughs> it was actually England in 1768. Oh. Uh, his name was Philip Astley. He considered to be the creator of the first circus in hmm. England and uh his clown was called billy buttons billy oh,
0: buttons billy buttons how do you feel I about billy buttons
2: i have a very irrational fear of buttons really since i was a child is but it the
1: cluster of holes
2: it's that it's the it's the shininess i i can't touch <laughs> it i mean I, I, I won't even hug someone if it's a really? skin-to-skin contact thing. So yeah. are you like
1: zipper or do you prefer Velcro? Uh,
2: I, I've i had Velcro shoes in my life. I'm not <laughs> going to be awesome. set to admit that. Aren't they? They are. <laughs> I just, I'll never wear a button in my life. So yeah, if was it was a Billy Buttons you Billy said Buttons. came up to me, I would Don't. be terrified. Yeah, especially if
1: you had a fear of clowns. <laughs> yeah. So the fear of clowns. Coolerophobia is what it's called. Obviously, it's a real thing. Mm-hmm. So which of these three actors actually has a deeply rooted fear of clowns? Nicole Kidman, Johnny Depp, or Oprah Winfrey?
2: I'm going to say Johnny. I'm pretty sure it's Johnny, isn't it?
0: I'm going to say Nicole Kidman.
1: Well, Oprah Winfrey has a chewing gum phobia oh. it's called chicklophobia. <laughs>
2: lips? Chick- I know, that's what I thought, too. <laughs> no, when
1: she was younger, her grandmother used to stick gum under the the table. I don't know. That doesn't really explain the fear, though. That's great. Like maybe that's what she it, maybe she'd make maybe kept I grabbing
0: it, like, oh, no, <laughs> uh-huh. not again.
1: Yeah, did she never go to high school? <laughs> so Nicole Kidman's fear is butterflies. Whoa. Called lipidopterophobia. Mm-hmm. And Johnny Depp has a deep fear of clowns that's wild I'm almost positive I, I read that before that's just so
2: interesting which
1: doesn't make sense at all yeah. as much as I would want to say so his house he has a room that's all clowns <laughs> that he is trying to like ward off the evil like immersion therapy oh my
0: god which that can't be healthy that's crazy I don't or think it's work. Oh yeah. <laughs> he, <laughs> no, it's the healthiest he not. goes in for 20 minutes he a day <laughs> <laughs> he's like tomorrow I'll do 25 I promise <laughs> that might be it <laughs> All right, and
1: this is the last one. Uh, according to IMDb, how many acting credits does Tim Curry have?
2: Oh man, I'm gonna say like fifty.
0: I'll say eighty, two hundred. Holy shit!
2: <laughs> what a man! Yeah, he's fantastic.
1: So, so we're talking about it, and I went and watched the 1990. It as I'm under the impression that you guys did as well. It had been years since I've seen it, and I was telling Norm, I didn't realize that I was so like fond of this movie till I saw the marketing campaign for the new one start. And it was one of those movies where some people are like, nope, I'm not going to see it because it doesn't have Tim Curry in it. And then other people were like, oh, I can't wait to see what they've done with it. And I guess the 90 version, since it was made for TV, obviously they were very... Limited in what they could do. Yeah as far as like censoring goes and it's also a book adaptation Mm -hmm. and so the new one obviously is a Remake of an adaptation of a book. So it's just really hard to compare
2: Well first I have to say you mentioned this at the beginning of our, Our show and I cannot believe I did not realize it before but this is 27 years post and what an amazing homage, because it's, he comes out every 27 years. How yeah. did they not get that? That's amazing. That was an amazing catch, and what a year to come out.
1: Yeah. I'm uh, sure that there was some studio executive that was like just chilling, and all of a sudden he realized, holy
0: <laughs> shit. <laughs> we got to rush. Uh, no. <laughs> you're not to believe
1: it. Get a calculator.
2: <laughs> Seriously, that is brilliant. Yeah. Um,
1: I don't know who decided that, but that, that is pretty hilarious. There's some other 27... We are like, uh, Bill Skarsgård just turned 27 as soon as the movie was released.
0: Oh, I didn't realize he was that oh, young.
2: That's crazy. I really hope they cast him for the second. Uh, I, with first impressions, I have to say, he was amazing. I, and I wonder if he was the one that made his eye, his go lazy every once in a while. Like well, just, I mean, he just did so many amazing facial expressions mm-hmm. that were just, it, I couldn't even watch him, but I couldn't look away at the same time.
1: Yeah. That's a uh, trick that he has is that he can make his eyes go different directions and so he mentioned that to uh the director and they're like oh yeah we gotta put that in. Oh, that's oh so God, wild so creepy and the guy who directed it he had only done um andy muschetti he'd only done the yeah. short film for mama which i know you're then, you have a lot of opinions about
0: and then he did he did do the full length of it too yeah 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 um
1: which says a lot to his credit my, that he was allowed to do the the feature length. Yeah. So it was like a lights out thing.
0: So, so for me, I'll just I'll just spill my guts right now. The original It, I didn't see until probably two years ago for the first time. Having went my whole life with people telling me it's the scariest movie they've, they've ever seen, the 1990 It. And, like I said, always looking at the... I always saw the cover of the VHS that did look pretty creepy. Mm-hmm. And so... When I was living with Zach and CJ, it was just casual conversation. They realized I'd never seen Pet Cemetery, and I had never seen it, like or uh, the Dead Zone. Um,
1: but your parents were pretty strict about movies.
0: Yeah, they wouldn't let me watch, which that wasn't even rated R technically. Yeah. but I mean, I could have watched it, I guess, because it was on TV. But they I, they always shielded me from the horror. I'm surprised
1: it wasn't rated R I know well, I wondered it wondered it's terrifying
2: they, well
0: it, I mean it might have I, th- I say I think I mean, it's not rated because since it was made for TV mm. it, I don't even know if the television rating system was happening she in 1990 it might they might have just had to say like viewer discretion is advised mm. you know mm-hmm. what I wish I wish they would have done the thing kind of like uh, Todd McFarlane did for Spawn like they could have opened it up with Stephen King like if you have kids in the room <laughs> put them to bed now you know <laughs> Um, but I
2: mean, there are some very vivid scenes, like the, the bathroom scene, uh, where it comes out of the drain. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. I mean, that was, that was just, oh, gosh. Rising so
0: up. So scary. Or when every time I changed change to his teeth, the Tim Curry's teeth, mm-hmm. which I really liked. And you pointed this out when we saw it um, in the new version. His mouth is kind of like a snapping turtle. The leatherbacks. Right? The leatherback snapping turtle is what mm-hmm. they made its mouth kind of look like, mm-hmm. which is also a toss to the book because turtle, a turtle is incredibly prevalent. That's so weird throughout yeah, the entire that's thing.
1: What created our universe, right? Right, and like puked out Earth and yep. everything that we know. Yep. And, and
0: they,
2: they even made a little message about it when all of the kids are swimming at the earlier part of the 2017 movie. And one of them said, oh, I think something's touching me. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. And the yeah. boy said, oh, I think it's just a turtle.
0: Yeah. So. That's and pretty funny. When, yeah. when um, Stuttering Bill first starts to see Georgie running through the house, he has his Lego turtle mm, wow. that he shatters on the floor so once he realizes. Yeah.
2: And you've read the book, so is that also well, yeah, so, in the book as well?
0: I mean, w- far more so than the 90s version or the 2017 version. Um there's and so after I saw the 90s version then I was like, well I have to read the book. And I've read that 3 times now. Like to prepare for seeing this movie cuz I was so excited because I love the book so much. It's really long. It's is terrifying. I'd like listen to the audiobook while I'm working and I'd get goosebumps at like <laughs> 2 in the afternoon, you know. Yeah, like oh, okay, he's behind me, isn't he? But uh so then I heard the movie was coming out. This was after maybe the first, this was after the first time I reread it twice once I'd heard that they were doing it. And I was like, Who's Andy Machete? Mm-hmm. Is that his name? Mm-hmm. And I looked it up and I saw Mama and I watched the short film first, like on my lunch break on YouTube. And I was like, Oh, this is great. Mm-hmm. Like I got inside I had texted Sarah, like, we gotta watch Mama tonight. <laughs> and we did, and it was you know, it was good. But I was like, Okay, so this is the guy doing it I don't I don't really know you know mm-hmm. and so I I have had I had all these worries leading up to it it I thought the trailer looked great I never would have guessed that this would now be the highest grossing horror film of all time because I literally <laughs> thought okay so all the people that saw it back in the day have no idea if they've never read the book The, the sheer horror I mean it's literally a psychopathic metaphysical entity that mm. shows itself as a clown that literally eats children and spreads homophobia and racism and ultra violence mm. in one specific town. Mm. It's like, how, <laughs> who's <laughs> I'm excited, but who else would be, yeah. you know? yeah. And, and then to finally see it, the new version, I being a huge fan of the book, you know, thinking the old 91 was kind of silly, probably because I saw it, you know, when I was 28, but bravo i thought he did a fantastic job even though there's a couple scenes that were cut out that i wish would have been left in it but that might come back in the sequel i guess they talked about in this next version um they're trying to move as fast as they can because they want to incorporate flashbacks with the children cast that they have but they're growing up so fast that like they're really trying to move right now um so it's because it's supposed to take place relatively shortly after. Yeah, they got to squeeze the, the kids stuff. Yeah, before they exactly before Finn Wolfhard of, becomes six uh, foot three, and he's like, "Hey, it's me, Richie Tozer. You yeah, 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 Remember yeah. when we killed the clown last week? You know.
1: <laughs> so did uh, the, when you watched the one from the '90s? Did it seem kind of dated?
0: Oh. Definitely. I mean, Stuttering Bill's ponytail is the biggest tip off. Ponytail. (laughs) (laughs) Down to his shoulder
1: blades. There's a lot of like just. handsome. Yeah, yeah. There's a lot of like weird artistic choices. It's like, that's weird that you would go there. Richie Mm -hmm.
0: Tozer's like half black, half white suit that he wears at the party.
2: One obvious stating, though, that I, I really enjoyed, and it was also displayed in the new one, was showing of the marquee, which film they chose to, to oh, show. Yeah, oh, And yeah. in the original, I noticed that it was uh, um, I was a teenage werewolf. Mm-hmm. And one of the ones that they did in the newer one was Batman. Um, and Lethal Weapon 2. And too. Lethal Weapon 2. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But that that's was, that was in really there for cool. Yeah, I know. They're like, Norm's going to love this. <laughs> yeah. Norm and yeah. Sam, can't wait so, for them to see it. Talk about legitimate dating. That was, that was pretty fun to see. Um, you know, one thing that I noticed, uh, you know, the, the, the balloon, that's just like a part of it. But w- I just watched the 90 It uh, this past week, so it's still very fresh in my mind. One thing I noticed was that the balloon that they chose in the 1990 It was yellow, and the oh. one in the 2017 was red. And I don't know what the significance of that was, but it's just such a prevalent thing. Like, you know, why was yeah. the balloon a different color?
1: I feel like we've been so conditioned to think fear and and like uh, foreboding when we see red. Mm. Like, I, I don't know if Sixth Sense started it, but I feel like that mm. was the first horror movie where... Oh yeah. You'd see like oh every time we see red, something scary happens, and it was in, it follows, mm. and it's kind of become this like unwritten rule now. Yeah, that's so interesting. And it. they
2: used actually red and yellow for the village. Those are the two prominent colors oh. for that palette as well. That
1: is oh, interesting. Yeah. I think I think red is, uh, I mean, obviously the the color of blood, and mm. I just think it's has a scarier effect than yellow. I Definitely. Guess. I don't know. I mean, that's pretty layman's terms, but. Yeah, I feel like uh, the first one, the the 1990 version, the personality that Tim Curry had was... It, it's just so hard to compare the two because whenever you see mm. the clown in any with the new one in any scene, in any form, he's terrifying.
2: He's terrifying. He doesn't try to be like enticing in right, a sense. He's right, right. Like he's trying to entertain. It's right, just... which
1: I kind of didn't like. I mean, mm. I kind of like that uh, the personality is a big part of it and... Um, mm. To like lure the kids in and i mean if we're going to be bringing the book back it is not really the clown but it has embodied the clown for so many hundreds of years that it's become a large part of who right. He is. right i mean I, he's this alien it, it,
0: it i think the in the book it kind of roughly discusses that i mean he's stayed the clown in dairy just because of how long it's been there and it began at like kind of a Like an old settlers' days, like a type of festival for the town, and he was the the juggling clown that would go through. Mm. And I like then they. I guess they they did nod to that in in 2017. It with when they finally get into the lair, dancing, and it's his Mm -hmm. traveling wagon. Like it's Pennywise the dancing clown, Mm -hmm. and it opens. Oh my god, that's so creepy. That was a crazy. His dance moves are. Not electric, <laughs> it's, yeah. it's you know well, the technical camera
1: movement that they used to like it was like it was on some sort of like jerky mm-hmm. like stabilizer that just moved with one of his legs. I don't yeah. know what, I don't know what they did, but it was yeah, that was, it was just insane. very like upsetting to look at
0: oh it. yeah, and, I mean his his dance moves, you mentioned his eye, well what I think. My favorite part of his performance was his constant drooling. Oh, yeah, You know, he's just constantly spitting, and it's falling out.
1: Like, did he feel like was the spectrum? Mm-hmm. Like, he had, a, like, an autism yeah. or mm-hmm. some sort yeah. of, like, learning disability?
2: Well, it was almost so, because he was, in in an essence, he is just trying to mimic a human, but at the core of him, he is not human. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, who are we to say that he's not yeah. this, like,
1: drooling, like, entity said, of whatever yeah, he is? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of like when the alien embodies uh, Vincent D'Onofrio in Men in Black. Oh, yeah. oh yes, oh, sugar. It's kind of like more sugar, more powder. <laughs> it's like yeah, he's not a human. He's trying really hard. Oh, yeah.
2: That skin. That was actually funny. That was the scene I saw that movie in theaters with my mother. <laughs> yeah, and we. She didn't know what the movie was about. I was clearly young. That was in the nineties. I was born in nineteen ninety. Um, and at that scene she she gasped loudly and said sarah we're leaving and when he she, pulls
1: his skin back mm-hmm. oh wow and
2: it, the theater was full it was like opening day of men in black so we <laughs> left and she we literally went across the hall and i think we went to like some cartoon and that was, that was my Men in Black. Experience. You
1: serious?
2: Yeah, we left, what was that, wow. like seven minutes into the film. Oh, wow. So, yep, my mom was very unhappy that day.
1: <laughs> well, that's a, yeah, I think that was 97. That yeah. would have been pretty young. So, yeah, so for, I was seven years old. For a minute. So you're 27? I will be
2: next <gasps> week. <laughs>
1: dun, dun, ah. dun. Um, but yeah, uh, the new it was so unrelenting Mm. there was not a scene that would let you breathe Mm. for a minute and with the one from the 90s so they were like very limited with what they had obviously Mm. like as far as like visual effects goes they were very limited and content wise they were very limited and it's phenomenal the the effect it has so many years later.
2: I was gonna say I think that's a good segue into talking about a particular scene if you're interested. Uh, The scene uh, the bathroom scene with Beverly so the 1990 scene with Beverly um, a balloon comes out of the sink and pops and then there's blood inside of the balloon so the, the blood only goes so far as to her face and the sink mm-hmm. um, but in the 2017 scene it's like a scene from hell the yeah. hair the hair Every, comes I out mean, the hair pulling
0: it's just in. insane
2: so talk about limitations as to what they did in practical effects do you think they actually I mean I'm assuming the 2017 that it, it really was like a A painted
1: room. I would hope so. I mean, it reminded me of the scene from Evil Dead. Yes. When one of the guy looks in Mm -hmm. and they went through, obviously that was practical effects, but they went through like 300 gallons of blood in like 35 seconds. When one of the characters looks into the basement cellar and blood just shoots up. But I assume that in the new version, it was visual effects. Mm Mm-hmm. I was just recently reading about how David Fincher never uses real blood on any of his movies. Whoa. Um, because with like set redressing and doing multiple takes oh. to not have to worry about continuity. So like even with Fight Club and Girl with a Dragon Tattoo, any blood in any David Fincher movie is always CG blood. I didn't know that. That's wild. But... I mean, it's good that you don't notice. Yeah. Well, yeah. If, if they're, if <laughs> yeah. they're, doing, if they're doing their job right, me. you shouldn't That's have great. ever known that they were there. Yeah. I would like to believe, though,
2: that they did use, I mean, maybe not I real would blood, so. quote unquote, but I mean, there was that scene right after where the kids are like, let's help her clean it up. Mm-hmm.
0: You know, oh, the, like the, cure, the cure blood. montage thing?
1: Yeah. Or but maybe there was a little <laughs> bit just to serve bit. as like a marker mm-hmm. for the visual effects guys.
2: Yeah. Or maybe they could have built multiple bathrooms. True. Like had a blood blood room and a regular room. Blood
0: room. So.
1: <laughs> <laughs> the blood room.
0: Yeah, Beverly's character was the one character that they they probably kept closest to the book rendition. And what I liked about the 2017, which I, I mean, like you said, the 90s, the limitations they had with it being on television, but they definitely showed kind of the um, not even just the physical abuse of her mm. father, but they kind of brought in the elements of the sexual abuse, mm. which is yes. It's a part of her character in the book. Like, you need to understand this woman has been incredibly sexually abused. I mean, you know, like, not like raped or anything, but it was a huge part of the book. And, and they showed it incredibly creepy in this movie. And it was, it added to the terror to the point where you know that her father, initially, you know, he's not it, but it can then use that against her later on. Mm-hmm. Like,. In the original
2: adaptation, though, they did not incorporate uh, that abuse beyond her father, however. I noticed in, in the new one, the kids were all making fun of her, saying that she was a, a whore and whatnot. But yeah. that was that was kept out of the first adaptation. Oh, definitely. Um, it was very much a, a secret thing between her and her father, and that was it. But it- they did show the adult version of her. Leaving literally, she had to hit her abusive, Tom, yeah. uh, oh man, significant other and said, "This is enough. Yeah. Leave my apartment. I'm
1: going back."
0: And that's something I'm so excited for the second one because with this 2017, all we've seen is the kid's story,
1: which I thought was so great. It
0: mm-hmm. is perfect.
1: Yeah, when they open, when the '90s one opens, they show they have the the sewer scene, and then we see grown-up Mike. Who's like investigating that? Yeah. Yes. Which is the second time Hard you watch, it. you're like, Mike. Oh, "This is cool because I know yeah. who it is." But the first time you see it, you're like, "I don't know who this guy is. I don't really care what happens to him because I don't, you know, I don't know his background." Right. And I always thought it was such a strange idea to like intercut with the timelines. Hmm. And uh, I don't know. I just I just liked being with the kids the entire time.
0: It works really well reading the book because. It, the, the book starts out in the, the present, so they're adults. And it, it literally starts with each of the characters receiving a call from Mike Hanlon saying, like, hey, it's Mike Hanlon, remember me. Like, remember that promise we made. Mm. And it's like one by one they each get the call. But it, I, I, I'm pretty sure it starts off with him calling. It which does here's, In the beginning, here's so they a spoiler, did I guess. To. But Stanley, mm. little Stan Uris, is the one loser that doesn't make it when he gets the phone call. The beginning of the book starts out, and the 90s showed it too, but... They did. He's he's happy, he's with his wife, he's having a beer, they're watching TV, mm-hmm. and then he gets the phone call from Mike Hanlon, and he locks himself in the bathroom and commits suicide and writes it in blood on the wall. Mm-hmm. I wonder Is how...
1: That's like the most justifiable suicide I've ever seen in a movie. Yeah, <laughs> yes. so, right. I wouldn't want to go back, and I wouldn't want to live with myself not going back. Right, so, sure. I gotta have. I'm, I and have. You, to kill you did a blood pack.
2: It works, and a sex pack. Yeah. the
1: book.
0: Yeah, it's it's it helps with the book. Like like I was saying with the flashbacks, it starts with that, and as you're reading the book, you don't know what they went through, and it it's like. it it really it's like the first thing you hear is the adult version and because they have no memory because it's been so long and and they really tried to repress everything so as they're slowly remembering things it's told through the flashback so then when you get to the climactic point at the end of the book it's like not only do you get the end of what they did as children but then you're also right there for them again and they remember everything and it's time for them to attempt to put it away for good Mm -hmm. Um, but the way Andy did it this time with just the kids it's going to make the second one because now we have people who are like oh that was so scary and there are the kids and it was a great cast of kids but the real terror for me is shown through what happens to them as adults and it's not just what it does it's what Beverly is living with with her incredibly abusive husband it's you know, the death of Stan, it's uh, Richie Tozer's drug problems, it's Mm -mm. Stutter and Bill kind of lying to his wife for the good chunk of it. Um,
2: As far as character development goes, I noticed that they changed Mike Hanlon's story from 1990 to 2017, and I'm not sure which one the original story is, but I have to say that I preferred the 2017 version of Mike. Um, For one, in 1990, he wasn't homeschooled. We don't see this look into having this crazy relationship, having to kill sheep. um, Yeah. Like, that whole thing. And uh, he was the one that was finding all of the information from the history of, Mm -hmm. as well, as opposed to the other kid.
0: Well, uh, Ben Hanscom. Um, Yes, Ben. That that is different from the book. So the, the book route is Mike Hanlon's parents... Are alive, or his his father is alive. Um, he's he's the only black kid in school in a, an incredibly racist town who gets picked on every day, just like you know the other members of the losers club. But um, he learns what happened to the town through his father, kind of telling him about the black spot, which they mention in the new movie. Um, they changed and that's and. I keep getting, it's like everything leads to another point, but they, he changed in the new 2017, they changed the way it presents itself to the kids so that people who read the book would have something new to be Mm -hmm. terrified by like kind of to surprise you, you know, but they kind of kept the same thing with, with Mike Hanlon where when he shows up to deliver the the meat and it's the, the burning Well, So it's Mm -hmm. his parents is is his fear, which makes it incredibly, you know, real for you is the viewer. You definitely can connect with his terror Mm -hmm. almost immediately where the original, it's, it's more, um, just a story that he heard that his dad witnessed the burning of a a bar in town called the black spot. Um, it was like the only black bar in town, a jazz club that started to become popular. And then the racists come in and burn it down while people are inside. So are you
2: saying then that they, they did rewrite his character? They've rewritten Hanlon's character completely. Yeah. Okay. Um,
0: and then Ben Hanscom in the new one. He's the kid that goes to the library, which he does in the book. Yeah, so in the book in the original, he does love books, but he does it more for studying architecture and history. But it's it's more Mike Hamlin comes forward with the picture book mm-hmm. in the original saying this is the history of the town. And in that original in the 90s version and the book... The picture book comes to life, and Pennywise talks to them through that. Where now in 2017 we have the incredibly terrifying. It was in the carousel, projector. scene, the projected yeah, carousel. Was, which, that
1: was, oh my god! I that, that, that <laughs> one got me the most. Yeah, and, and the, the flooded basement too. Oh where yeah. He pushes oh, Georgie God. god. Oh, yeah. oh yeah. Well,
0: he's using him like a puppet. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, the way, uh, the way that
1: he moves so jerky. Oh when he's yeah, in the, the glitch. Basement, it's like a yeah they. They did that in Stir of Echoes with Kevin Bacon. They had a ghost that walked like that. Oh, yeah. And uh, uh, David Kep directed that, who usually writes a lot of the Steven Spielberg screenplays. Mm. Yeah. It was one of the few that he directed. But he had this actress walk towards the camera as slow as she possibly could, and then when they edited it, they just doubled the speed. And it ends up looking like normal speed, but just a little off. Yeah. You know, just like... Just off enough to notice. Yeah. I,
2: I love that. I'm sorry. I, it might be digressing, but that reminded me of Carrie, the original Carrie. Mm-hmm. And towards the end, after after she's done her terrible thing and she's walking down the street, if you notice, all of the cars are going backwards. But in reality, they had her walk backwards for that shot. Wow. And then they reversed it. And it was just always a mind-blowing shot. So I love when they do that practical effect of, you know, having people walk super slow or walking mm-hmm. backwards. Like, what a way to, like, really mess with the oh, psyche. Yeah.
1: I know. I love that. Yeah, I like that they had Ben as the uh, discoverer of the knowledge. I like when they... I just I like that they didn't have, like, the heavy kid as a plot device. Right. And used as a plot device. Which, I like that he actually served a legitimate purpose. And
0: he kind of was. I mean... Every character was a part of the losers' club, but like you're saying, in this updated version, they they really gave every character uh, a reason to be there. However, the one thing that I that I guess I do disagree with is they made so Beverly gets kidnapped by it, and the boys all rally back together. We have to save Beverly. That wasn't in the book. In the book, they make they all melt down their silver dollars that they, each one of, I think they have like 3 oh, total silver yeah, yeah, dollars yeah. and they melt them down and Beverly is actually the best shot of the group mm-hmm. which like everyone sucks at using a slingshot except for you know the girl that they just befriend is the best shot and it's not so much that they go there because they have to save one of them they all decide to go down there because they're the only ones that will and I kind of like that I mean it's it worked for the new one that they have to go rescue her but it almost it cut their bravery I guess a little bit does that make sense sure because i really like the idea of i mean because what's what's a more grander thought for a child than to say together we are the ones that can defeat this monster and not so much the monster took our best friend yeah we got to get her you know
2: and also with playing up on like the one girl of the group uh, mentality in the uh, 1990 version, which I'm assuming coincides with the book as well, she did get the postcard, the January embers, mm-hmm. but she notes that it's been, and that's that's really cool. But she notes that it's been in 2017, but she ends up kissing Bill. Which, so what's up with that? Well, that <sighs> is
0: that is a part of the book too. Oh, okay. Yeah.
1: The other thing too, like I mean, Stevens. Stephen King has always been super weird, especially his writing after the accident. Yeah. Like, but, it's, I mean,
0: one, of, one of, two of my all-time favorite books are post-accident of his, which is that, Under the Dome. Uh-huh. The book is amazing. And 11.263. Mm, okay. Is yeah. awesome. That was amazing. I those two. But, but that so also good. comes in a C because he literally has never stopped since that accident. It's yeah. like he never stops writing
1: well there's such a there's such a dynamic when it comes to adaptations. I would imagine because one of his novels are like four hundred pages versus a typical <laughs> screenplay, which is like ninety pages, maybe yeah. hundred so there's so much there's so much content I can't imagine being part of the team that like decides okay what are we going to put in what are we going to take out right in the book in the end beverly has sex with all the boys Mm -hmm. as a means of uniting everybody would not have worked on film
0: no and for either decade no no it's a good thing to cut but at the same time it's not to read that in the book the first time i read it it does kind of come out of nowhere and it's definitely not something that's you know it's not your favorite part of the book. It's really weird. It's like, come on, Stephen. But, but say if you can, it's not so much that they're, they're having sex. It's not a pleasure thing at all. It's, it's literally these, these children, they're, they are children and they go through something no kid has ever gone through in the existence of time they are no longer kids they are adults well as a child what do you think is the final step to getting to adulthood they're not even thinking about it like pleasure like i mm-hmm. said it's literally well we know that adults have sex mm-hmm. how can we show each other that we truly love each other more than anything else all of us mm-hmm. than just saying i love you and and then they They'd That's do. a good way and of justifying. And it's, and they, well, I guess do, I love it. And no, and <laughs> it's but yeah. and then Stephen King said something in a recent interview because it always gets brought up, I and mean, it is a crazy scene. I'm not like, you know, but he said it's funny how people point out you know the fact that a group of 13 and 14 year olds all decide to commit truly loving each other to one another, all consensually, but everyone's totally fine with a a metaphysical clown that eats children <laughs> you know they they can yeah, they can get past that, that but have. whoa whoa hold on they have sex together you know yeah
1: yeah i love the mythology behind it and i don't ever remember thinking when i was little i mean i i didn't have the sort of critical thinking that i have now obviously but i never i i just i always accepted he's a demonic clown and he eats children I'm like and that was it but to to read about how it's this alien that Mm -hmm. embodies this old clown named bob gray and this alien has been around for millions of years since the beginning of time yeah and his arch nemesis is a turtle who created our existence yeah and it's just it's incredible and so i assume certainly they're going to rework it in to the next one because in, in the 2017 they had the three lights the dead lights In his throat. That's right. Which they didn't even touch that in the first one. Because it was too much. I mean, it was three hours.
0: Yeah, just about, yeah.
1: Probably over two nights. God, I miss those miniseries.
0: I know. You want to talk about
2: a really bad one and getting meta with Stephen King. Him
0: recreating uh, The Shining. Oh, yeah. Talk about a
2: terrible made-for-TV movie.
1: Yeah, I never never watched that. It was so bad.
2: It was so bad.
1: Yeah. Because I guess he hated... The original. Oh, he
2: hated it. Well, and so Kubrick hated him. I mean, yeah. even like it was prevalent in the intro when they were driving up the mountain and it was snowy and there was uh, Stephen King's car wrecked on the side of the street. Mm-hmm. Like on the side of the mountain. Like, could you not give any more of the bird to the writer?
1: Yeah. <laughs> well, I mean, there's been so there's been 58 Stephen King movies. Wow. Slash How many this TV year? series. How many this year? Oh, this year? I don't know. I, I
0: mean, know. there's at least four can you name? Can you name every project from this year? I think I can. We
2: have The Dark Tower.
0: The Dark Tower, which I still want to see, even though everyone says it sucks. I love The Dark Tower. I don't care. I got to see it. Uh, Mr. Mercedes started mm-hmm. on Amazon Prime, oh, I think, which yeah. I do want to watch that. Mm-hmm. Um, There's
2: one in production right now. The
0: Mist? The Mist. Was started the TV show that first season, I think, has ended.
1: Every couple years, they're like, "Ah, yeah. We gotta try. (laughs) Let's do it (laughs) again. Yeah. (laughs) But check out the ending. Yeah. Um, (laughs) Too easy (laughs) to get to the end.
0: Oh, God. uh, Gerald's game is about to come out.
1: Yes. Yeah. Yes.
0: Um,.
2: That's, that's, I'm very excited for that. It looks insane.
0: Um, and I want to say that there's one more.
2: Stephen King's on fire right now.
0: <laughs> no, they're buying it's everything. Amazing. Everyone's buying everything. Um, Does
2: he still sell his scripts for a dollar? Not Is anymore.
0: That, so that, was, thing, that was like a one-off was like with a Tarabont. one-off thing. Yeah.
1: I mean, that was pretty cool that he did um, that. His website uh, opens up all of his short stories uh, to be adapted free of charge, but you have to be a film student. Mm, that's but interesting. He doesn't. He doesn't chart because he has like over two hundred short stories.
2: Oh yeah, everything's eventual was one of my all-time favorite books. It was a uh, thirteen of his best short stories. Oh, wow. First time I was acquainted with fourteen oh
1: eight. Oh yeah. In that, but yeah, everything's eventual. Oh, I Great that book. Was King. Remember thinner. Oh, yeah, yeah I watched, actually
2: just watched that watched a couple of months ago. Have a, have a slice know, of pie. You know, I thought it was, <laughs> there were moments in that, like, I was like, Holy, I was into it. That's yeah. all I can say. I was totally into that movie.
1: Yeah, it's nice to see his work that's not driven by uh, fear. Sure. You know, like, Misery is one of my favorites. We
0: I just, just saw that for the first yeah, time this year. just watched that as well. I'd never seen that. I loved that.
2: Which is more personal than a crazy fan you yeah, know, yeah, that
1: was
0: like all about his addiction and his struggle. Addiction, I'm your number yeah.
2: one fan. Mm-hmm.
1: Mm-hmm. So I noticed that it, both the new and the old one, there's not a lot of traditional jump scares, which I really appreciated. I mean, there there were some, uh, but I wanted to get the definition for suspense is a state or feeling of excited or anxious uncertainty about what may happen. And dread is anticipate with great apprehension or fear. Mm. I think that the new it is full of dread because most people going into this already know who the antagonist is going to be. Right. So mm. they're not trying to give this big reveal of it. So like as soon as the movie s- starts, you're dreading what's coming.
0: Very well said. That's know? perfect. Yeah. Oh, I mm. totally get that. That's
1: great. Because there's, there's a lot of jump scenes in horror movies, and usually when it is on screen. Like in the basement, he comes up just a little bit and you see the top of his head. And it's just like, he's there. We're not going to try to shock you, you know, or like fake you out with a cat jumping on your shoulder. Yeah, yeah. And even in the 1990 version, when he, the kid looks down in the sewer, you hear its voice before you see him. So mm-hmm. you know to expect it. But it's just such an obvious... Convention that too many horror movies rely on.
0: Yeah. Well,
2: what terrified me, too, to add to that from the 2017 movie, was I was not expecting so many other characters to be antagonists.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Was terrifying. Well, I think that's such a big part of the story yeah. and helps you
2: it, like, get to There's not just one age. evil person in this. Ev-
1: all the parents are All dicks. the
2: parents. And then the one kid that does that, I don't want to say if, I mean, is that a spoiler? Yeah, thriller? he kills him.
0: Yeah, he kills his father uh, yeah. outright. Should uh, turn this oh off. God.
1: Twenty minutes, ago.
0: Henry Bowers, <laughs> and that's something I'm very well. Okay, so here's another problem. Here's another problem. Here. So I, I loved it. I'm not. I can't say how much. I can't but say you, enough you how much be more I loved it. If you know the story, I am. Of I, I love the book so much. And so, so in 2017, it, Mike Hanlon and Henry Bowers have the tussle at the top of the well, mm. and Mike, like, you know just chucks him down the well Uh, in the book and also the original 1990 miniseries, Henry Bowers does confront them in the sewers, but I think he, I forget if he gets like knocked unconscious or something, but essentially, so in the future, when all this is said and done, Henry Bowers actually gets all the child murders put on him and he gets sent to prison in an insane asylum. And so That's then when and right. so when they're yeah, when they're adults, Pennywise is using not only um Beverly's husband as as a a, a force of evil, he starts to talk to Henry Bowers and the insane side am like, Hey, I'll get you out of here. All you oh gotta do God. is go back to your old hometown and You remember the Losers' Club, though they're at it again. Like you want to help me stop. God, that's so complex. I know, and so so, I'm curious if
1: more evil characters in part two. Then,
0: yeah, but I mean, what could happen is maybe Mike Hanlon chucks him down the drain, and (laughs) and he gets flushed out. You know, maybe he like lands at the end where all the bodies are, and the cops find him. You know, maybe something like that'll happen. Or, but I mean, honestly, yeah, yeah, it seems like they kind of killed him off. And that's another thing is those kids in the book are. Brutal. Mm.
1: Um, the stomach carving in the new one was yeah, and that's way, yeah. that's in the book. They took it way that's farther in the book. than they did. In I mean, the he
0: literally he pulls the knife, but and that's what I loved about this because his friends are kind of like, oh whoa man, mm-hmm. and that's the start of it for all of them because he's like, shut the fuck up, I'm carving this kid, you yeah. know, like don't tell me what to do, and it shows how really he, evil mean, this yeah, child really is. is.
2: And and we, he almost shot the cat.
0: <laughs> well, yeah, about yeah. to. Well, so in the book, the, the Patrick the, in the new version who, who goes in with the the hairspray and the Zippo lighter, he is a much more twisted persona in the book. He's kind of a new kid, and what he does is he lures pets from around the town to come over to him, which he then poisons. And takes their, cor- their carcasses and leaves them in a freezer which then he goes and visits regularly wow. and instead of it getting him in the sewer there's a scene where Patrick tries to get a little too friendly with Henry Bowers and Henry's like hey I ain't gay man and runs off but Beverly was there watching the whole thing like hiding from him because she couldn't run away because they know they'd probably try to kill her or beat her up like they did Ben so she's hiding when all this happens, but it comes out of one of the freezers that he hides all the carcasses in the form of all these dead flies and maggots, and they consume <gasps> Henry Bowers. Oh. It's that's so I know, no, it's, it's, I mean, it's that's brutal. Crazy-ish. And it's like all Crazy. the kids, even, even the evil ones, it gets them too. Oh, and terrible. Uh, his two friends Belch and, um, and the other one, like his henchmen, Henry Bowers, cronies, you know, uh, in the nineties version, it gets them by pulling them into the tube, like, mm-hmm. bends them in half and pulls them in. Mm-hmm. They go missing, you know, he eats them. So, Henry gets their murders put on him, like, That's everything. crazy.
2: As far as the, the dead kids go, there were two d- different reveals. In the 1991, it was, of course, them all entangled in a web. And in 2017, they were literally floating in, in an aura. Like that. In an yeah.
1: orb. That um, was so cool. Yeah. That looked so otherworldly. Mm-hmm. I loved that.
2: Yeah, it was... I mean, and with uh, to like, the... Uh, it, they were ascended above the junk of toys, mm-hmm. too, which was just yeah. crazy. Yeah, well, and skeletons. And it skeletons it wasn't just skeletons, yeah, it was everything. Centuries of well, feeding. Yeah, centuries. <laughs>
0: um, And that's... I guess I'll bring it up. Do you think that... So, as in the 90s, as in the end of the book, it is his final form that you witness is a massive... They call it a spider. It's not really a spider. And that's why the book was a little better because it's like the kids are witnessing it. And they they can't put it into words because it's from another world and it's something you can never describe. But the closest thing they can come to is a ma- magnificent, gigantic, evil spider. And then in the 90s miniseries, they had kind of the claymation yeah, a the spider, spider. But I think they hint a little bit in 2017. So at the end when they're all beating him and he's trying everything like it's trying everything like just trying to get fear farm. out of one of them you know to keep feeding if he mm-hmm. can get one of them he can get them all mm-hmm. and but you see there's a there's a really quick scene his arms turn into almost like I'd call it, like, crustacean, you know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's super fast, and I saw that, and I was just like, (gasps) like, it's it's a tease, you know, because you don't see it anywhere else. He never uses that as a fear against any of the other characters, so Mm -hmm. it's very one-of-a-kind. It's one of the only things you see from Bill Skarsgård's It that is separate and i think that was kind of like a tip that like here's a little bit of the reveal you know of what it's gonna look (laughs) Um, like i'm so glad they didn't do the web though like i like that they're floating because now we like we don't know and i i highly doubt it's going to just be some spider at the end because everybody knows that and they've changed so much to keep it fresh for people like me who've read the book i just feel like i can't wait that's i guess what i'm saying they're definitely
2: going to try to create their own version of an alien that's for sure
1: yeah, it's almost like somebody on the writing team was like, instead of trying to ex- over-explain all of this, why don't we just make it really obvious that there's a whole lot left to explain? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. You know, like, let's just make sure that everybody knows that this is left wide open. Sure. Like, even when he falls down the well, at the very end, I was like, okay, I'm 100% sure that he's gone, but I'm 100% sure he's not dead. So if they never yeah. make the sequel, I'm okay with that. Yeah. And it wasn't that, like, desperate attempt for a sequel that most horror movies look for. Because whenever a movie gets remade, it's always a horror movie. And the horror movie fan base, I think, is, like, the most constant. Like, I think box office-wise, it's Mm -hmm. probably the most constant. So I think... I'm assuming studios think that it's easy money. Yeah. Um, But they usually don't do so well. Like, I remember watching the Poltergeist remake Hmm. because that's one of my favorite movies of all time (laughs) and it was like just shot for shot yeah so if you've never heard of the original or seen the original might be a pretty good standalone movie right but to someone who loves the original it's like this is like borderline insulting and i had nothing to do with the writing of the original one Hmm. you know what i mean yeah yeah it's weird it's like you get so personal about these nostalgic movies that I don't know. Someone's like you go in the theater. You are like, all right. You yeah. Better not. Fuck. Yeah. You go in already angry. But you, you still want to go see it. So, have, jokes on me, I guess.
2: Have you watched um, the Exorcist television show remake? That's they shot in Chicago. No. Um, it actually got pretty good reviews. It is aired already aired. Um, they're I think they're already working on season two, but. Um, and I, I I can't speak anything beyond it's a television show adaptation, and it was shot in Chicago.
1: Wow, that follows um, the same story of of like her grown up or something.
2: I believe so. Um, I, I don't know if it's like a post mortem type of deal, mm-hmm. um, but. It it is absolutely based on the original oh, Exorcist that's wild. that came out. So I I'm I'm curious, yeah. and I like that it's a television show. Like you said, I think I would also be offended. I didn't see the Poltergeist remake, but a shot for shot version. I mean, come on.
1: Yeah, I agree. I mean, I, that's that's like the the point of contention. It's like, do we stray? Mm-hmm. too far How from far, the source yeah. material and lose all of the core fans or that's, do we make it shot for shot yeah. and hope nobody remembers it's just like updating right. an
2: archive like you yeah. don't want to recreate yeah, yeah. or
1: listening to a cover song that's a little bit too similar to the original mm-hmm. band mm-hmm.
2: yeah at what point is it just no, I think yeah. that's
0: why it or like the exorcist can succeed where you know so the Exorcist are going with this television route I'd be interested to see that mm-hmm. I think this it version why it's so successful is because it's of its brutality mm. that separates it from the 1990 miniseries and also even for people that have read the book it is very like fine i mean I, how many times have you read a book and you go see the movie and everyone's like the book's always better you know it's like yeah the book is always better in the book it is definitely one of the greatest books i've ever read in my life but i'm so relieved to see this movie done so well, as being such a huge fan of the book. It's kind of like the same thing with Fight Club. Like, I love Fight Club the movie. And I love Fight Club the book. Mm-hmm. I can't say I like one more than the other, because they're two completely different entities. I feel the exact same way with this, with Stephen King's It and Andy's It in 2017. It is a sweet show. I, I guess it's...
2: They look alike. I don't know. There's never
1: been a show where I've, like, been more emotionally and, like, Physiologically affected Than that show
2: And the ending was Perfect
1: Yeah Yeah the it ending It was, was the perfect. most satisfying the score, ending The score From the movies ama- From the show Is amazing Oh yeah uh, Have you been watching The new American Horror Story Do you watch that normally
2: We started the The new one That's like the Reality documentary oh, documentary yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. one so And was it, was one? it was From last Roanoke. year Because now the new one started
2: Which is The politically charged one The trailer looks amazing Yeah
1: I, I haven't. So I, haven't I never,
0: seen, never finished Hotel. I think I watched like two episodes of that. And I was just like, not my cup of tea. That was a little too much for me. I just finished Freak episodes. Show. I, I thought finished it was great. Freak yeah,
1: Freak Show was good. Um, I get like really into the marketing campaign. And I watch all of the trailers and all of the spots. And like, guess what the theme is going to be. And yeah. I get all balls into the first two episodes. And I'm like, it's all right. It's I think boring. I
0: think my favorite so far has been the second one. The asylum. It was so crazy. Mm-hmm. Alien. I mean, even the first had,
2: one. I debate like the first season. The first was, one was amazing, fantastic. I mean, yeah, it was amazing. It's, it's amazing. I, I do want to see this one. I thought it was very cool that it's Dylan it's,
0: McDermott.
2: Yeah, it's he's just in the about. new one
0: now. No, no. He, oh yeah, he's no, just he was like great in the first. Amazing. One. One. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, and he was I in the second I'd one too. It. He played the serial, the serial killer, the son. Oh, uh, yeah. You find that out at the end, obviously, but that's so good.
2: Yeah, it's it's a pretty good show. We just finished uh, Ozark, season one of Ozark. Oh, yeah. Uh, which was insane.
1: Yeah, we still have a couple more. I felt like the really cool blue temperature was a little bit distracting. I thought mm. it was in like every single shot to the point I was like, it can't be Twilight in every fucking <laughs> scene in this show.
2: Kind of like, a, um, oh, what's the one with Ben Affleck? The ad- the, also the book ad- adaptation? The Crazy Wife. Gone Girl. Gone Girl. Oh, yeah. That is an incredibly Talk blue about, film.
1: Yeah, it is.
0: See, I've never even finished that movie, but I read the book. <gasps> the end is fantastic. It's like exactly like the book. I mean, they did oh, really that's good all job. I didn't he did read. A the book, did a so it's job. exactly yeah. like what I wanted to see. You say. just gave me a brilliant idea, though. He might be, technically, he's like five years too old. But so in the original 1990 it miniseries, you know, fat Ben Hanscom turns into thin and fit, successful John Ritter. Yeah. I think Jason Bateman should play old Ben Hans- Hanscom, successful like Ben. That. Perfect.
2: Who do you think for the other roles? I mean, I for Beverly Dreamcast. I, I really Dreamcast. Think Amy Adams yeah. looks just or like Jessica
1: the new. Well, I'm for Jessica Chastain. She's the big one because of Chastain. the uh, you
0: know personal connections. Yeah. 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 You want Amy Adams? I think Amy I Adams. Looked, she looks staying. exactly
2: like. they spitting image. She could be her daughter.
0: Like John Ritter.
2: Amy. Amy's. Amy, she's done a couple of horror movies. She just did Nocturnal Animals, and if you haven't seen that, no, I that haven't. it that was chilling. Yeah, like it. It disturbed. That was me. the Tom Ford, right? Yeah, you haven't mm-hmm. watched that yet. It is. No. Oh my god. Oh, it is riveting. I deposit like when Lead. it gets up oh, when I get god. upset. Yeah, I mean, there's, <laughs> there's was, a
0: scene it, in like the, literally the first 20 minutes, mm-hmm. and I told Sarah depositus to like, is this what this movie's going to be? He's like, I don't know if I can take it because it is just emotionally crushing yeah. right off the bat. It and takes it's a lot out movie. of you. Like in a large
1: wow. sort of like fucked up sort of way? Yeah, no, no, just like... No, it isn't. so It's so, inc- it's your, so you, original. You, the viewer, yeah. are powerless an and so original.
0: are the characters. You're watching things yeah. befall and it's... I mean, fucking bravo Tom Ford. That's a hell of a script. Mm-hmm. Hell of a script. And it's like a... Wow. It's a
2: dual reality film. It's, it's, it's a book that a, a former lover is reading is... that was oh. written by Jake Gyllenhaal and it intertwines with their relationship 30 or year, 20 years ago as a couple, mm-hmm. but it's just so messed up yeah. and the payoff, the like,
0: disturbing, the disturbing scene yeah. is the book she reads throughout the movie. Yeah. That's, that's disturbing. So
2: she's reading it as she, you know, that's, it's just, it's incredible. What an original, damn, riveting that movie. That was film. this year? That
1: would,
0: yeah. Alright. So then so that means I'm going to say Jake Gyllenhaal should play Stuttering Bill. <laughs> yeah.
1: I want him to play every role. Yeah, right? oh, me too. <laughs> Love that movie. I wish
0: if if Idris Elba was a few years younger, I'd say he should be Ben Han <laughs> or uh like Mike Hanlon. Mike
1: Hanlon. I guess he's
0: younger. He's younger than Jason Bateman, isn't he?
1: And we could have our... Idris uh, Elba's uh, not
0: that old.
2: Well, if he's being crosses. considered yeah. for 007, he has to be, oh, at God, least. Oh, God, would be perfect,
0: Fun Idris Elba yeah. for president. Idris Elba <laughs> for everything. Um, Richie Tozer, older Richie Tozer. So we got Finn Wolfhard playing young Richie Ooh, Tozer now. He could
1: play Ben. Or not Ben, but Mike could be... Oh, yeah. yeah. All, oh, yeah. Boom. Yeah. Nailed it. <laughs> okay, All right, We got him. Another country. Yeah,
0: Which he just got cast as... Uh, he's the new lead in... The new True Detective that's coming out, oh, I and know. I David right Milch is is helping produce. Bastard, Get out of here, Sheldon! You're so adorable. And <laughs> um, the cutest
2: cat, seriously. Yeah. Who I do, really you, think, who do thought, you
0: think? Who do you think? I was like that. Who do you think should play uh, Richie Tozer?
2: I gotta. I'm gonna look up photographs of these people, so i have some terrible names.
0: Loudmouth Richie, yeah, the big glasses beep beep Richie that kills himself no no that's stan
2: oh that's stan oh oh yeah Ooh.
0: so we have three left we have Richie Tozer the mm-hmm, funny guy with mm-hmm. the glasses he,
2: he, he was a brunette um
0: yeah, he was also in stranger things was his yep, character Yeah, He was oh, that yeah. dual yeah. character,
2: which he did a great job in both
1: and I guess the Duffer brothers were set to direct the new it remake mm-hmm. but we're told they were too inexperienced yeah so they made stranger things yes
0: which is hey good for them you Would know it
1: be
2: weird if it was like Ashton Kutcher
0: that would be oh my weird. god
2: Would that be like a terrible uh, idea? I mean, we
0: need a funny guy, so...
2: I mean, I'm just saying they even have the same bowl haircut.
0: But then uh, Eddie casprack the, the, the... These are gazebos! Oh, these <laughs> One of my favorite scenes. He's oh, so furious. Fantastic. He's shaking. Uh, th- I think the humor touches <laughs> in the 2017 uh, were perfect.
2: Oh, yeah. It was bril- it was, wasn't It wasn't
0: too so much. Boring.
1: Yeah, I, I like your distinction of, of going brutal. Because yeah. that's a, what... That was my takeaway from the Evil Dead remake, yeah. which I didn't like as much. But that was the, I was the deciding it. factor. Uh, that That's instead it. of instead of trying to redo anything or top anything, it's just like let's just go over the top yeah. mm-hmm. with everything. Yeah, I mean, I have to give them a
2: nod for shooting on film and doing only practical effects. Yeah, I thought was. It looked so
1: good. Yeah, that was fantastic. Yeah. Well, do you want to uh, pick our next movie since you're our new first time podcaster? <laughs> oh, that's a lot of I should have told you weights. at the beginning of the episode. You, so you I, had some she time. also
0: but, did technically win with the most <laughs> correct But answers, don't do Breakdown because <laughs> that's
1: what Norm already picked. <laughs> uh, we have to do that one next. Do you know that was that was because
2: of me? I showed him that movie. <laughs> Anyway, quiet, Sarah. No, it's okay. <laughs> did you did you tell him the what the duel what we watched right after breakdown? Yeah. They live. Oh they
0: live? yeah. Oh yeah. yeah that's right. That's yeah,
2: right. which they live is fantastic. Live I don't know is. if you one ever
1: have you done scenes. a
2: carpenter.
1: Yeah, we theme? did Halloween and well, we're doing our Kurt Russell episode. We'll oh, you are doing the Kurt the Russell thing. episode? Yeah. Okay, so
2: All no carpenter. no carpenter.
1: Well, it's gonna be a surprise. We'll get back <laughs> to you on that one. We'll, we'll, we'll update the Movie Show Theater Facebook and you can see what we're doing next time. Norm, thanks for coming on.
0: Thanks for having me, Jimmy.
1: Sarah, thanks for coming on. It was a blast. You can hear all of our episodes on iTunes or at soundcloud.com Movie Show Theater. And of course, we're here every Tuesday night on 90.7 WAZU. So until next time. I'm Jimmy Malone.
0: I'm Norm Burns.
1: I'm Sarah Giroux. And this has been Movie... Show... Theater! Yeah! (laughs)